welcome to This Woman Can. Now, over the past few weeks, I have been fortunate to meet some phenomenal uh, young women in my path. And what I'm going to be doing over the next few episodes, interviews, is specifically focusing on those young women who I believe are voices or names you need to watch. And I've been incredibly fortunate to meet some fantastic women. You'll, you'll hear the videos over the next, next few weeks. And Brittany Seeley is one of them. Brittany Seeley. Brittany is a 21-year-old visionary leader with plans to radically transform the Caribbean region through human and social development. I love this. And as the founder and CEO of Work Consultancy, Inc., she always strives to bring out the best in others by bringing out the best in herself. Uh, you can keep up with her latest adventures by connecting her on, on LinkedIn, but we will be sharing how you can connect with her. And as I said, I really want to focus and highlight some of the fabulous women, young women who are, who are saying this woman can and taking that as a, as, a, as a platform to leapfrog themselves into success. So, Brittany, thank you so much for joining me this morning. How are you? It is such a pleasure to be here. I am great. How are you? Good as good as ever. Fantastic. Even better speaking to you this morning. So, Brittany, you're 21. You're 21. So, tell me about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Wow. So, I have to go all the way back to the beginning. And I was actually in business from around... 12, 13 wow. years old. Yeah. I grew up in an entrepreneurial household. So I always saw my mom and my father dealing with the family business and I would assist. Then I participated in the Barbados Entrepreneurship Foundation's $20 challenge when I was 14, 15. And I won there. So okay. I created my own lemonade business. Thank you. I learned about um, personal branding and also branding the company. And then I found this passion for Caribbean development in like fifth form. So when I was around 16, plus I was also really good at job hunting. So, <laughs> so work consultancy developed out of that because I, I had my first internship at the Barbados Chamber of Commerce and Industry. I then went on to um, work for a consulting firm for about a, a year. And then here comes work consultancy. So you mentioned Caribbean development. For those listening, define what that means for them. So Caribbean development, I think, is really focused on people because we have such a unique region. So it's how can we advance our people to really progress our region as a whole, whether that be economically, socially, environmentally. Okay, fantastic. And you talked about being an entrepreneurial, an entrepreneurial household and stuff like that. Now you could have booked the trend and gone into employ employment. So what were your key motivators for taking for following that career choice? Firstly, honestly, um, because I've been working in the family business for so long, I had my mother as a boss for <laughs> for how many years? So I wanted to be my own boss. I was like, oh my gosh, I know what it's like to be an employee for about, <laughs> what, five, six years. I think it's time for me to, to start my own thing. And also because I had such an innovative idea and I noticed the gap in the market, I said, I really can't work for someone and do this. I need to start my own company. Persons need to hear about this. Mm 
Okay. And that is truly why I decided to be an entrepreneur. So you've, you've led right into that. So let, let's, let's just share what it is you do for your organization. Sure. So work consultancy is where we basically bridge the gaps in the business community. We help employers support their staff and create better working environments. And then we help prospective employees become the employees that employers are looking for. Okay. So then we bring them all together on this platform and we say, hi, we have these persons who will be great fits for your organization. And we're working with the HR managers to say, here's how you can be better, have better employee engagement, have a better productive workforce. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, as women, you know, I think the challenges women faced in leadership or just um, in, in the workplace are well documented. And the challenges a black woman face are well documented. But what happens when you add youth to it? Because how, how, how does that impact how employers or even the, the people you work with to find, to match the employers, how do, they, how do they receive you? And they look at you and they go, well, she's 21. Precisely. You, you formed the question so beautifully because that is the number one challenge being my age. However, I have learned to overcome that. I think when I very first started, I had long hair just like yours, Janice. And the first thing I did was cut all my hair off because I needed to look a bit more mature. I needed to be taken seriously. And it then comes back down to why I started the company in the first place, because I knew that this mission was so much greater than Brittany. I needed to do what it, what yeah. it took. Yeah. So that was the first thing. Then it was being supported. So I have a number of mentors in my life who were able to guide me accordingly. Um, and I really think when I speak persons know, well, she's 21, but I think she knows what she's talking about. Right. So it's getting my voice out there, um, getting my face in as many places as possible. And then persons tend to take me more seriously. Right. I would say partners as well, because the company partners with Ora Talman and Julie Turney, um, Davina Lane, who are like executive directors and HR managers with years of experience. So again, because of association, then they take Brittany Seeley. Right, right, right. So, you, and you also get a little bit of mentorship thrown in at the same time, thrown in the same time as well. Precisely. So, when you do find yourself in those scenarios, and you're going to a prospective employer, prospective employer, to have the conversation, and they say to you, "Well, come on." How you know, and you start talking. How do you get them to take you seriously in a meeting? I think they take me seriously from the get go. Okay. Because I always try to be very professional. Because I started young. Um, my very first boss, Lisa Gill, at the Chamber of Commerce, handshakes were a very big thing for her. <laughs> so she taught me from the first step: you need to have a firm handshake. Your handshake defines the whole meeting. Yes. Yeah. So I always try to have that eye contact. Um, I try to be very precise. And I also show them how we're making an impact as well. So that it's not just this girl with an idea, but here, lives are being transformed. Yeah. Businesses are getting better. People are finding employment yeah. and they're happier in their jobs. Yeah. So, yeah. so so what would you say is one of the biggest challenges you face then with doing, doing your business or being in this space? And how do you overcome it? Well, I wouldn't actually say the biggest challenge is um, youth entrepreneurship because there are so many support systems. Yeah. However, I would say the biggest challenge is just being an entrepreneur 
in itself yes because that is tremendously difficult and you aren't going to truly understand it until you get into this space okay you know when when you're um, when entrepreneurship is your main source of income and you have to work those long hours and you need to push yourself and go the extra mile, you need to brainstorm, especially with a startup, when you are the, what do they say, the chief cook and bottle washer? Yes, 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 know it well. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that is really the most difficult thing. And I was so inspired to come on and share my story because oftentimes you don't talk about mental health and entrepreneurship. Yeah. I was reading an article, um, I would say about six months ago, and it said the very same thing. You know, as entrepreneurs, we want to seem like we're always strong and because yes. we have this strong business so persons can continue working with us. But in reality, it gets really hard, mm -hmm. especially during COVID. So that's definitely the biggest challenge for me. So you talked about that. And yes, it has been tough and people adjusting. I think we are adjusting now because we're almost, what, a year into this thing? And uh, we know it, life as we know it, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the second the same. So from a mental health perspective, and what I find, I think, I think I'm probably digressing here, but what I find quite inspiring is that there was always a stigma around mental health, certainly for my generation, my generation, and probably a couple of generations before me. But the young people like yourself have been openly discussing it and saying, look, it's not a stigma. It's something that happens for me to move forward and do what I need to do in this new environment or this environment. I need help. So what would you say to any young, uh, any young, young person out there who's listened to this going, well, yeah, I think I need some help. What do I need to do? Well, don't be afraid to get a therapist. That's the first thing. And, and as a young person, you always hear that. I think there are so many different avenues and advocates for mental health um, in the young community. However, when you step into business as a young person, that's a whole other avenue because you really don't hear about it there. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely say to speak with other entrepreneurs because there are persons who are going through the same thing gotcha. and they are willing to share their experiences. You can share yours as well. And don't be afraid to be different. Don't be yes. afraid to, um, to inspire others with your story that everything isn't always going right, but here's how you overcame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's, so very, it's, it's really great you said that. For one, authenticity, it's very difficult being something you're not. And then secondly, social media can lead you to believe, especially, again, you young'uns, um, social media is a fundamental part of what, you know, of what you guys have grown up with this now. So, you know, this is life for you. So seeing that aspect of everything's rosy and how they look, how is Brittany looking so successful? What they don't know is the challenges behind that success and the work you've had to put in on yourself and on the on the business precisely yeah so Brittany um, how has failure made a positive difference in your life now we're talking about the back behind that behind the scenes definitely well failure has been redefined for me over the last year in business <laughs> because I now take failure as a stepping stone I think when I first started it was like, I can't fail, you yeah. know, like um, you often hear that so many businesses fail within their first year. And I was saying, oh, you know, that can't be me. And I mean, we just crossed, we just crossed our first year. So we made it, but <laughs> thank you. But when something doesn't work, you treat it as a hypothesis. And I actually heard this from a podcaster recently. 
He said, you detach yourself from the situation. Here's the objective. Yeah. It didn't work out. Find out what went wrong. Yeah. Work with that and try to provide a solution. So that is what I do right now. And, and it's funny you should ask that question because our marketing consultant recently asked me that as well. You know, when when the results don't show as you anticipated, I love that you don't get upset, but it's because it makes no sense getting upset. Yeah. You know, you're you're wasting time getting upset when you can focus on the issue, hear what people actually have to say, find out what's going wrong and correct it. And, and you know, I love that mindset because what I find um, in the Caribbean, especially, is the focus, the sole focus on success, especially when you're coming through doing exams. You see every year, you know, this person got 20 odd, 20 odd different uh, CXCs or whatever, the you know, and it's like, there's no discussion around those those children who may not have got that far, you know, and the struggle they had. And I sometimes wonder how much pressure were you under as a young child to actually receive, to actually get to that level. So, and, and along the line, you know, along the process, there have been those students who haven't got it. So I think what I'm hearing from you is because you've had this entrepreneurial background and your parents, they too have faced their own challenges and learned how to rise. And that has really gone down, you know, being disseminated down to you. So you have a really healthy mindset when it comes to seeing failure as stepping stones. And I love that because I think that's a really, a lot of young people can really struggle with that because the focus is always on that success. Always be, you know, you, you have yeah. to achieve, you have, you have to be there. Yes. And, and traditionalism as well, because yes. Yes. when I first started, like, you know, I'm 21 years old. So I came right out of sixth form where I studied economic sociology and environmental science. And then I started my company. Yeah. And so many persons were like, you're not going to university. Yeah. What are you doing with your life? Yeah. Are you serious? And I face that still as a young person, but it was making the decision to pursue my dreams amidst yeah. adversity. And that's why I want to share my story with young people as well, because you can be successful without going traditional routes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Brittany, how did you get to this level of confidence? I speak to young people a lot, and I've just done a whole program with young women in leadership. And um, some, some, some have challenged with confidence, talked about anxiety and stuff like that. So how did you get to this level of confidence? I would say it's built over time. Okay. Okay. When I first started um, a year ago, I remember I had a script reaching out to my prospects and I would stare at the screen and I would read a paragraph long script about the company and then a, a tiny question at the end. And by the time I reach the end, persons are so consumed with information that they don't even know what I'm talking about. But now, I'm able to not even use a script because I know my company so well and I'm able to have conversations with persons. And if I didn't take the first step and grow and learn from there, start with the script and then start with a shorter one and speak with more individuals, I would have never reached this level. So I would really just say to persons, it takes practice and you can never achieve it without trying. So push yourself beyond the comfort zone. Absolutely. Get, get uncomfortable, get comfortable with the uncomfortable definitely yeah, yeah that's how you grow absolutely absolutely so if you had to start over from scratch Brittany knowing what you know now what would you do differently that's the thing I don't think I'd change anything Fabulous. I'm I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason 
Yeah. And I think all of my circumstances led me to be who I am today, whether it's um, leading with humility or being confident um, or actually being an advocate for young people's success. You know, so I, I wouldn't change anything. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, Brittany, what do you think holds someone back from going for their goals? There are many things, actually. The first thing would be fear of failure. And many persons, not only women, but many persons that experience the same failure, well, the same fear. Then some persons may not be as privileged as myself to um, grow up in an entrepreneurial household and, and have the buffer that I did because I started my company with nothing. I got my first trust loan um, and that was the buffer for the business where we can grow. But some persons may not be as privileged to have that. They may also be afraid of the pushback from society, not taking traditional routes and what everyone may have to say. Another thing would be the lack of a strong support system yeah. because the mentors around me really supported me during this time. And also my resources, whether that be friends, yeah. um, family, and many persons don't have that. Yeah. So those are a couple of things which come to mind. And I think your mentorship, I think your support system at home from what you said, like you said, you, you, you know, you're following a different, you follow maybe a different route and stuff like that. Maybe even, I don't know, your parents and I said, I don't want you doing this entrepreneurial thing. It's tough. You know, go to university, get the steady job and the steady income. Well, suppose it's steady income. Suppose it's steady income. So, yeah, you're right. You're right with all the thing, things there. So, Brittany, you know, what gets you up in the morning? Oh. Sorry, carry on, carry on. Sorry, carry on. Well, I, I, was, I was just saying, funny enough, my parents were actually the most supportive. And it could oh, be because right. she um she is an entrepreneur. So she still has a full-time job, but the the family business would then be her side hustle right. so because my parents would have done that I guess they were more supportive of my entrepreneurial journey when then you would have other family members that are like Brittany what are you doing yeah yeah so, so I really had the support from them and I'm, I'm truly grateful for that fantastic so Brittany what gets you up in the morning so give us share with us a success quote or a mantra that you use and why it's meaningful to you I think it was Steve Jobs who said, the ones who think they're crazy enough to change the world are the ones who actually do. Okay. And that stays with me. I think it'll stay with me throughout my entire life because I do think that um, work consultancy can change the world through developing people. And if we had to appreciate our Caribbean people more and understand the power that we have through yes. innovation, then the world really can be a better place. It's one of the reasons why I started a social enterprise and just not an average business, because we want to be able to provide that support to society and, and regain that trust as well, yeah. where persons understand that, you know, you're not just pouring money into a business who wants to profit off of you, but mm -hmm. they want to see the Caribbean region grow and they want to see you grow as a person as well. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, so, so what advice would you give your teenage self now? Think back, roll back a couple of years. <laughs> yes, a couple. <laughs> I would say brace for impact. Yeah. And life is not what you think it's going to be. But you'll make it. God's got you. And you have wonderful people around you. Excellent. I love that. I love that. 
And Remy, you talked about how the importance of mentors in your life. But if you could choose a mentor that dead or alive that you didn't have or that you don't have now, who would it be and why? That is a really good question. Who would I choose as a mentor? I don't want to go traditional and say, oh, Mother Teresa or Steve Jobs. It's usually Oprah. Oprah, Oprah? Or Oprah or Michelle Obama, I get a lot. Oh, yeah. So Michelle Obama is really good. I would say, though, um, our current prime minister. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She is a phenomenal leader. Yes. I'm every like, time, <laughs> every time she speaks, I'm like, she's she's truly inspiring so if I could choose anyone it would be her yeah I would agree I would agree with you it's on my on my I'm putting out there again in the universe on my list to actually interview her uh, as, as, a, as a career career Caribbean woman in that position because like I said she just speaks sense you listen to me just speak how come all your other politicians can't sound like her this woman knows what she's doing listen to a woman you know, so yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. Totally, totally agree with you there. Um, Definitely. So Brittany, what are the three things you've learned about yourself during your career? The first thing would be I'm stronger than I thought I was. But with that said, I'm not as resilient as oh. I thought I was. Okay, expand it on that. Me, it takes me. It takes me a bit longer to bounce back than I anticipated or that I would give myself credit for. And the third thing would be, I really care about people. Okay. That would be it. I knew that I was a people's person, but I truly want to see persons succeed. And it's one of the reasons why um, I kept going in my first year because it is the most difficult time in business. And even when the money wasn't rolling in, being able to see persons' lives transformed. Yeah. And um, we have this forum called We Connect where we bring Barbadians on to share information which persons wouldn't usually receive. And we had this really great organization called Debt-Free Caribbean. Okay. Average Barbadians who were able to share on their debt-free journey with other Barbadians yeah. and, and yeah. being able to see persons receive that um, information and for them to be inspired that they can actually receive um, debt freedom. Yeah. You know, stuff like that really warms my heart and it reminds me, Brittany, you're doing a great thing. Absolutely. 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 So we're coming down to our last couple of questions, Brittany. Uh, so this is an easy one. Hopefully, where will we find you? Typically, where will we find you on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m.? In my bed. <laughs> <laughs> spoken like a young'un. I'm sorry, but spoken like a young'un. <laughs> I mean, I work, I work extremely long hours because I'm a workaholic. So on a typical day, honestly, I work anywhere from 10 to 14 hours. I'm not going to lie. Wow. So... On Saturdays, I am sleeping. Yeah. Because Sundays are church, so I have another alarm going off. But Saturdays, you'll find me in my bed. <laughs> so those are long hours, Brittany. Um, and I'm talking from experience here. What do you do for self-care? How do you practice self-care? How are you kind to yourself? Through taking a break. So because I work um, 
10 to 14 hours typically. I really value those days where I take the day off and I relax or I would go to the spa and treat myself or go out um, to dinner or to lunch with friends. I value those moments most, but it's even during my day where I would break and lie down and you know regain my strength. That is how I keep going because it's not necessarily the long breaks for me, but the the short, concise ones that really yeah. keep me going. Yeah, um, I, I don't want to be tried by saying you have youth on your side, but- uh, I do. <laughs> I've heard that a lot of times. You know, but, um, but as you as you progress through your career, you'll find that self-care and the real challenge of burnout is is, is real. So um, the one thing I would, my advice I would share with you is to make sure you have that self-routine in check. Even if it's a morning routine, a, a walk in the morning to clear your head, give yourself 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, just where, just for you, where you can just get my, practice mindfulness and stuff like that. It would give you, you're going to do phenomenal things and you are doing phenomenal things, but this will make you even more phenomenal, if that's a word. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll definitely think about that. Um, usually when I wake up on mornings, I do take a break. Um, I pray and, and reflect and that kind of thing. Um, and usually I exercise as well with a group. Yeah, I haven't been exercising over the past couple of weeks because it's been that crazy, but I do try to get self-care in for sure because this is when you need it. Yeah, this is when you need it when it's crazy. Trust me, it's when you it's when you it's when you slips off and you realize I need I need it. But um, but you're doing fantastic, fantastic. Thank you. So the last official question, Brittany, is what does success feel like to you? That's a beautiful question. I don't want to say um, in a cliche way that it feels good, <laughs> but I I don't know. Sometimes I don't really reflect and think that I've succeeded just yet, just because I have not reached the point where I really want to. I feel like I'm on my journey yeah. to succeeding, but I don't think that I have reached that point just yet. And so I, I guess I have not truly appreciated the grind um, because I'm still in that mentality. But when I do reflect, it's a good feeling. Okay. Seeing, seeing lives transformed, that's what keeps me humble. And it, it allows me to know, you know, um, the business is doing well. Persons are receiving um, jobs. They are receiving this information to make better decisions. And that is success in its own way. And so it's not the big word of success, this overarching yeah. pillar, but small bits of yeah. it. You'll find that you'll find that definition changes for you as you uh, as you as you as you go as you go through. And the one thing I'm going to share more with you, put my coaching head on here. Um, I, I was I was speaking with some young ladies yesterday and they were talking, like you said, they're looking ahead. What comes next? The success, what that journey is, the path. And the one thing I said was always when you have those moments of self-doubt or you're just second guessing, have I reached where I need to get to or will I ever just take a few moments to reflect on where you've come from? Because we spend Mm -hmm. so much time being focused on where we're going to. We forget the journey and how, how well and how far we've come on the journey. Just by you telling me that you've been an entrepreneur when you were 12 years old, you have achieved a phenomenal amount of phenomenal amount. And you're telling me, I'm not sure if I'm feeling success. 
you are a success. I'm mm -hmm. telling you that now, you are a success. So just take a few moments to, to reflect back on what you've achieved and how far you've come. And I know the journey's still ahead of you. I, I appreciate I appreciate that. But sometimes just appreciate a little bit of gratitude or appreciation for the journey you've been on so far because you're doing sure. kudos to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. So, Brittany, that was my last question. So if our viewers, listeners want to connect with you, want to get more about you, we've heard about LinkedIn. So give us your handle on LinkedIn and also where they can find more information about you as well. Sure. Also, apologies, the dogs now decided to. No, I have the up. same. I have four, so <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> but they can find me on LinkedIn at Brittany A. Seeley. Um, they can follow up with the business on Instagram at Work Barbados. We're also on LinkedIn at Work Consultancy Inc. Facebook, the same Work Consultancy Inc. Or they can check out the website at theworkservice.com. Fantastic. And I'll be sure to put all the links in the show notes. So, Brittany, thank you. thank you for being a phenomenal guest this morning. I bow down to you. Um, <laughs> you. You are doing fantastic things. And I'm so glad we connected and shared your story with other young entrepreneurs or up and coming women um, who want that little bit of inspiration. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you again. It was a complete honor to be here with you, honestly. Oh, I love sharing great stories. Don't worry, I'm nosy by nature. So <laughs> you're, a great, you're a great story. So thank you so much for your time today, Brittany. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Brittany and she's accomplishing so much at such a young age, which just goes to show that age really isn't a barrier um, to leadership or it's only a barrier to leadership if you allow it to be so. So if I had a message for all you female leaders out there, it would be for you to understand that you belong in the rooms where decisions are made. You are a leader. There is a leader within you and you're already qualified to do to do the thing you want. So you need to be able to feel proud enough or strong enough to share your idea, speak your voice, lead with confidence, trust yourself and take your bravest next step because everything you need to be confident and successful is already within you. Um, you, you, need, you find that out when you move those blockers from yourself. And if you need a little help on your journey, don't forget that you can tap into the Lead Her Ship Matters series for advice and guidance, where over the month, uh, the month of April, I will be sharing different activities, all the different support you can, you can use or utilize to advance you in your leadership career. If you list this in real time, then on the 14th, the 14th of April, the first, what, the first masterclass, mini masterclass, eight signs your leadership material and how to land the job is going live. So head over to my website, janisutherland.com for more details and to register because it's free to participate. So, as I said, I hope you're enjoying this focus on young women leadership. I've still got a few more episodes up my sleeve and I look forward to sharing with you, sharing with them with you over the next couple of weeks. And remember, if I can, you can, this woman can. Take care until next time.